Thanks so much. Happy Mothering Sunday, everybody. I hope um, you have been looked after. Those of you who are the female of the species in your homes, I hope you have today. Um, and it's just great that we can celebrate just, just one of the expressions of family. Do you know, one of the great things about being a church is that we get to include so many different people from different backgrounds, different places, because that is God's heart. And so today we are remembering on Mothering Sunday, particularly the work that mothers do. But you know what? I want you to understand that family is so much bigger than just the expressions that we define in the world. In God's eyes, family is made up of everybody that comes into this world out of, out of the, the creative purposes of God's plan. And so I want to say to you, wherever you are this morning, whatever place that you're in, whether you are actually a physically a mother, whether you are, you are not, whether you are actually finding today really quite hard, I want you to understand that God's heart for you is that you are still part of his family. His heart for you is that you would be made welcome and that you would be part of his great plan to bring you into his church through Jesus, his son. And so today, we're, we're celebrating the fact that God is a God of family. He's a God who's made mums and he's made dads. He's made brothers and sisters. He's made aunts and uncles. He's made people from different places, nations, countries. And he wants us to be part of his amazing family. Isn't that good news? That is wonderful. And so I just want to say to you, wherever you are, wherever you are from this morning, you are so welcome. And what I'd love you to do right now is just turn to the person next to you and say, you are so welcome in the name of the Lord Jesus. Can you do that? It's great, isn't it, that um, one of the things that our children greatly appreciate is the fact that they're fed. I get that. I get that. And uh, it's really good that actually at the heart of family is a loving God who, who wants to make us healthy. He wants to feed us. He wants to make us strong in him. Um, as we've been thinking to, 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 uh, today about celebrating all that particularly women are in God's purposes, we've also been thinking about our mums, this week has been an um, opportunity to think about what they've meant to us. And I um, just want to show you a, a picture of my mum. That's my mum with me. No, I'm not the donkey, all right? <laughs> Do you know, I'm still very, very blessed that my mum is, is alive. And uh, I'm very, very grateful for my mum. You know... My mum's not perfect, but actually neither am I. <laughs> but I'm incredibly grateful for her, and I'm incredibly grateful for the way that she reflects so much of the heart of God. She's such a servant. You know, my mum hated me playing rugby. I played a lot of rugby when I was um, a young boy, a bit older as well, and my mum said, I can't watch you play rugby. It wasn't that I was that bad. <laughs> it was that she said, I can't watch you get hurt. 
But you know what she did? She would wash my kit sometimes four times a week. And, you know, there are certain times of the year, some of you guys who know, and girls who play rugby, you know how dirty the, the ground can get. I remember on one occasion, my rugby kit coming back full of mud, and I'd left it on the floor. And when my mum came to actually put it in the washing machine, there were snails that had actually crawled out of the mud. I'd actually gathered them up. And, um, but, you know, sometimes four times a week, my mum would actually wash my kit. And I, and I think about that, I said, you know, I always had the best turned out kit in the rugby team. So, as Richard said, we've been thinking about our mums. Um, my mum isn't with us anymore. My mum died nearly 10 years ago. And uh, that isn't, that one's not me. <laughs> that one's me. Okay, so it's a bit scary, really, isn't it, sometimes? Uh, but my mum was an amazing support to myself and my sister. Such a generous woman. And uh, one of the ways that she really reflected generosity was when I think back, I, I just I cringe. Uh, every Saturday, I used to go down the park with the lads from school. And they would play football and I would be the referee and take the uh, half-time oranges. And the park was right at the back of our house. And invariably... All the lads would come back to my house and be fed lunch. And my mum would just magic food from somewhere, uh, completely, you know, off the cuff, unannounced. Uh, she got the nickname the Soup Dragon. If you remember the clangers, the Soup Dragon, because she invariably had this big vat of soup on the, on the uh, hob. And I just look back and think how generous she was, uh, how hospitable she was, and that means a great deal to me. I'm also very grateful that my, my mum was a very forgiving and still is a very forgiving mum. I look back on some things that I have done and I think, oh my word, I am so ashamed. But my mum has been such an incredible lady. I, I'm going to tell you one incident which I know is going to make me look very bad and my mum look incredibly good and she is. Um, when we had Simon and he was probably maybe about seven or eight months old, um, he wasn't very well, and so my mum came with me to the doctors with Simon as a babe. And um, as we just had, it wasn't a new car, but it was a nice car. And as we came out of the doctors, my son decided to be sick. And he decided to decorate my mum and himself in every way, okay, I'll, I'll, I will leave it there. And I said, there's no way that you're gonna come in the car like that. <laughs> now, I don't know whether there's anybody that has any sympathy with me on this point. No, okay, all right, I probably realize I'm in a minority here. Um, but you know what my mum did? She said, okay, Richard, no worries. And she took Simon, and she walked all the way home with him, and I drove home in the car. <laughs> I am sorry, Mum. And I still keep on saying sorry for that. And I am very, very 
from time to time reminded of um, what an idiot I was. But aren't you glad that mums are often so forgiving? I'm certainly glad that my mum is. I was really impressed that one of our children actually talked about the fact that she loved her mum because she disciplines her. And uh, one of the things that I remember about my mum was that uh, I was in year eight at school. I'd been set a history project on the Crusades. It was Sunday afternoon. The project was due in on Monday, and I had done none of it. And uh, I was getting in quite a bad mood, and my mum said, what's the matter with you? And I had to confess. I had to fess up. I had not even started my homework. And do you know what my mum did? Did she write me a note? No. My mum said, right, so we better get on with it then, hadn't we? And she watched me while I did my whole project. She stayed up till two o'clock in the morning with me, still I finished my project. And uh, we both, in the morning, went to school, because she also was a teacher. And I learned a great deal from that, that actually, sometimes we don't need bailing out, we need correcting. We need correcting, we need actually to be given boundaries, we need to be given safety, we need to know that sometimes we will fail, that sometimes we won't perform to our best, but that actually there is still a point of purpose in our, us doing things. And uh, I just found it remarkable that she was prepared to do that, to stand with me while I did that. Uh, and I'm actually really grateful because that, that actually taught me a great lesson about meeting deadlines. And just one final story about my mum, which I greatly value even to this day, is that my mum, I'm very blessed, is a Christian. And she, almost from the moment I was born, and probably before, started to pray for me. And um, there was a time in my teenage years where, to be honest, I went far, far away from church, didn't want to come. I hated everything to do with the Christian scene. I got to a point where I think I turned my back completely on everything. And it was at that point that my mum really pressed in and prayed for me. She didn't just pray for me, she prayed for my brother, she prayed for some other guys in the church who'd all gone into a similar kind of place. And she joined with some other women within the church and virtually every week, without fail, they would gather and they would pray. And within two years of that happening, all three of us who they were praying for actually came back to the Lord. And I just am so grateful for my mum who prays for me, she still prays for me. My dad and my mum pray for us as a family. I'm incredibly grateful for a praying mum. So one of the wonderful examples in the Bible of how a mother's love reflects the heart of God is the story of Hannah. And for those of you who don't know the story of Hannah, it's in the Old Testament. You find it in 1 Samuel 1 and 2. And uh, we're told that although Hannah's husband loved her greatly... She was in deep anguish because she was childless and she was desperate to have a child. And uh, one, one year she went to the tabernacle with her husband and his other wife who had lots of children. And she prayed to the Lord a very big prayer. She said this, 
If you look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, then I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. What a big prayer. What a big prayer to pray for the one thing that you really, really want and say, if I get it, I'm going to give it away. The Lord heard her prayer. He remembered her plea, it tells us. And she gave birth to a son called Samuel, which means asked of or heard of God. Now, I'm sure that having longed for a child so much, having waited so long to be a mother, she would have been absolutely delighted to have become a mum. I'm sure she'd have been totally devoted to him and loved every moment of being with him. And I find myself wondering, did she ever think, mm, that prayer I prayed? But she didn't. She never forgot her promise to God. And when he was weaned, she returned to the tabernacle with him. And she gave him to the Lord, and he served the Lord, assisting the priest Eli in the tabernacle. And we're told that he grew up in the presence of the Lord. And it just struck me that some of the things that we identified as characteristics in our mums were really reflected in that story. Her servant-heartedness, her generosity, her faith-filled prayer. She loved her only son so much, and yet she was willing to give him away. And actually, when we see that moment when she gives him away, what follows is a wonderful prayer of praise and thanks to God as she does that. And just as we come into land now, we just are reminded that what we see, we're thinking particularly about our mothers today, but actually in so many aspects of the family of God, is we see the heart of God. Because we are made in his image. We don't make God in our image, although we try to. We are made in his image. And what we see through some of the things that we've just shared, through the story of Hannah, we could have picked the story of Mary from the New Testament, is that we see something of the heart of God. God's heart is willing to give up everything so that we can come close. God's heart is that no one should perish or be far from him. And he has given up everything so that anybody, whatever you've done, wherever you are, whatever place you're in, you might be thinking, there's no place for me in this. Father says, there's a place for you. And I've given up my son so that you can come close. And just as we kind of land this right now, we want to give an opportunity for anybody here today who maybe is finding themselves in a place that seems far, far away. And you can define whatever that looks like. I want you to know that through what God has done in giving his son, there is a way back for you to know all the things that we've been sharing today, to know his generosity, to know his forgiveness, to know his care, 
to know his healing, to know his restoration, to know that you belong in a family, to know that whatever the circumstances of your life have been, that you have a family that you are part of, the family of God. And right now, I just want you to know this wonderful verse from 1 John chapter 4, verse 10. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. This is the amazing truth of the gospel. Would you stand up, please? Can I just invite our musicians just to come? Just in this moment, I want to give this opportunity for you to come. Come back into the family of God, wherever you are, whatever place that you're in. We're celebrating today, obviously, one aspect of family. But, you know, his family is a place for everyone. And I want to invite you, wherever you are right now, I want you to to come home. To come home to the one who has made a way for you. To know forgiveness. To know his generosity. And if that's you, I don't know know where you are. I just sense even here today, there are some who are in a really difficult place. Feeling far, far away. And your heavenly father is saying to you today, there is a place for you to be forgiven and restored. On this day when we celebrate family in various ways, he says, let me celebrate over you coming home and being part of my family. And if that's you, I just want to invite you to come and meet with Jesus this morning. Lord Jesus, right now, will you pour out the Holy Spirit on us as we stand before you? I want to pray right now that you would just draw a response in the hearts of those who are far away. If you're far away, just say, Jesus, I want to come home to you. Father, I want to come back into the family. I want to know your forgiveness. I want to know all the things that you have made available to me because of your death and resurrection through Jesus. And if that's you, I, I just, just right now, if you want to come home, I just put your hand up and just wave at me. Just put your hand up and say, I'm, I'm wanting to come home right now. I'm wanting to come and be part of what it is that you have for me. Come on. If that's you, don't sit on the fence. Don't sit there. God bless you. Thank you. Come on. There's some more here today. I know. Some more here today. I know this is for some of you, this is kind of, oh gosh, why is he doing this? Because this is so important. Because there's a place in the family of God for you. That's what we're celebrating today. Lord Jesus, I want to thank you. Thank you so much for that. Lord Jesus, I pray right now that your Holy Spirit would rest on every family, every person, every individual, every circumstance that your spirit would just bring peace and joy and life and breakthrough we pray lord we do thank you for our mothers today lord some of us have had good experiences some of us not so good but we do thank you that through our mums that we have seen 
so many of us the goodness of God. And we just pray right now that you would release through us your goodness to those around us. Just bless every family, every situation here with your presence and your anointing. And all God's people said, Amen.